Welcome to Running It Back, the NBA Bubble Wrap Edition. We're wrapping up the NBA playoffs. The NBA Finals, where LeBron James went tete-a-tete, mano a mano with one Jimmy Buckets Butler. But before we get into any of that, I want to welcome to Running It Back, Tarlin Ray. Fantastic to be here. Yeah, man. I, I read that Anthony Davis will not go to Disney World for at least two years, and mm. they may boycott playing Orlando. <laughs> I, I could think, see that. A little post-traumatic, post-traumatic stress anytime that they think of uh, Mickey Mouse. Uh, they're letting they, Rachel Nichols out of the bubble. Yeah. Mark Jackson, Jeff oh Gundy. Jeff yeah. Gundy may step out and have a job. Like, oh, there's people that may want me to coach. Yeah. So it is um, fascinating to see what the NBA pulled off, but look forward to talking about, look forward to this bubble wrap show. Bubble wrap. And then the NBA finals MVP, LeBron James, the Lakers fan in you must be pleased. So I think we'll want to talk about the, what do they say? Golden Would you purple? say we're spoiled? I just want to, let's talk about it. Cause yeah. when is the last time the Knicks won it? Is it the purple and gold? Is that what you call it? You call them purple, purple, and, purple and gold. Purple, purple, gold. Comes, uh, purple comes first. I think you're saying that you didn't hear my question. I'm just trying I would to say, I would time. say like the lilac <laughs> and ecru. I would call that. Still not answer my question. When is the I'm last sorry, time? I'm sorry. What was, what was your, I'll clean so, it up in post. The, long, the longest drought. We went 1988 to oh. 2000, 12 oh. years, and I thought that was an eternity, and then we oh. had the three-peat. Mm-hmm. And then we went probably, I think it was six years, seven years, Kobe and Paul Gasol went back, or won two championships. Mm-hmm. And then we had to go 10 long years before we won again. Yeah. You're the Lake, you're the Yankees fans. Oh, of, you're the Yankees fans of basketball. Congratulations. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Enjoy I just that. want to make sure that yeah. everyone knows it is our town. Yeah. All these Clipper fans that thought it was their year, mm-hmm. please go away. Yeah, man. It was an interesting year. And uh, we were on the record having some questions about the viability of the bubble when it was launching. We were concerned about it. Another show we, we did talk about when Magic announced he had HIV back in 1991. We did a really interesting episode about that when the bubble was starting. And uh, you got to give Adam Silver and Chris Paul and the Players Association and all ESPN and ABC, everybody who was involved in this, the fact that they pulled it off, again, thank you, Lou Williams, for reminding us it could have gone sideways with with, Lou. with an order of show. always welcome to come in with an order of chicken wings you Lo- know he, love to get some chicken wings yeah it's just a little bit of he had a you know he's he's lou williams but he had a, he had a, an early jr smith moment and, uh, and thankfully jr smith is grabbing his shirt off <laughs> taking his shirt off and grabbing the trophy first the larry o'brien like there were this team was a bunch of goofballs, the Lakers. I, I got to say, I wound up rooting for them, uh, and we'll get into this a little bit more later, because um, I wasn't a huge Jimmy Buckets fan. I know a lot of people are big Jimmy Buckets. I know his huge competitor did amazing work throughout this run, but, uh, but we'll also want to get into that. But, uh, but yeah, man, like the, what does this bring to mind for you as a Lakers fan? How does this compare to other Lakers teams you've – pulled for in the past how does this championship feel relative to others we'll have an asterisk like what's uh speak please now for laker nation 100 should not be no asterisks we played almost a full regular season and then everyone played through the same 
environment. The one thing that you would say is so that the same sleeping in a hotel, not yeah. being able to see their families. But the one thing you'll say is some guys that went all world and had some great series, they were shooting practice shots and potentially it's because they didn't have fans, but everyone was dealing with the same. It was a level playing field. Yeah. So, and you add on that you, some of the guys didn't come. So right. our starting shooting guard, because his son has is immunocompromised, did not come. Avery Bradley did not come to the bubble. Yeah, yeah. So we overcame a lot. We we picked up J.R. Smith. Yeah. Come on, that should be. Yeah, yeah. Be. But also, you did have playoff Rondo, and uh, playoff little, Rondo. little did we know playoff Rondo is still out there. But he definitely reminded us all that playoff Rondo is still there, and he was able to bring it to that next level. I think the point that Scotty Pippen, I think is probably the most noted criticism of this run and not even a critique. I think it's more just a qualification. It's just like when the dream team won, that wasn't NBA basketball either. And I think you can, when the, they play at the drew or when they played at uh, while Michael Jordan was recording space jam, right. it was just a different product. And I think at, the fact that the fans on the road, the way Reggie Miller thrived. Yep, I agree. Like the, he was inspired by the road game. And I think Reggie Miller probably would have been inspired by the, the shooting dynamics in the bubble as well. But I just think there is a little bit of like, you're playing in a completely different flavor of the game. Rucker Park is another one. Like if you wanted to have NBA players play at Rucker, for example, I think different players would perform better than others. And I think that's why it's tough to benchmark this playoff season, these finals, against how people would have performed in a traditional NBA finals because the, the competitive dynamics, the arena, like everything was different. Um, but it doesn't – to me, that doesn't discount the quality of play. Like, I think the level of basketball that was played in this playoffs, this, even this NBA finals, although game six was a bit of a yawn, but also because the level of defense that the Lakers played in game six just shut it all down. So I think I, I too would agree. Don't give them an asterisk, give them full credit for this championship because it's just, they played in a different venue around with different dynamics. But I think the level of competitive basketball that they had to achieve, they were, they were at that higher plane. And what was really interesting was that a lot of us didn't anticipate Jimmy Butler to be someone who could hang at that level and not just hang at that level, but also elevate his team to believe that they could win multiple times when it seemed like they could have just laid down. Last point there is I think a lot of teams did lay down more quickly in the bubble because they were in the bubble and because it's 2020. So I think the way Milwaukee went out, the way the Clippers went out, I think there were a lot of teams that were just spent and they just wanted to get out of there. I agree, I agree with that. So you asked, you know, can't rank this as one of the best teams ever. You do have to give them a lot of credit because they were picked to win the championship. Yeah. Despite it being a crazy year, they did win the championship. Yeah. The overdog LeBron, delivers. Yeah. And the LeBron at the end saying that the franchise, Genie, yeah. Palinka, mm -hmm. he wanting his respect. I, I think that's right. The Lakers were the fact that we had Magic come in. Pick up playoff Rondo because he wanted to have people that were around LeBron that had high IQ. Yeah. And then got crushed for that magic leaving right. unceremoniously, dumping everything on Palinka. Mm -hmm. Sounded like there were some politics there. 
a lot of drama. And then for them to work through that, for LeBron to get hurt last year and come back and have what is yeah. an amazing year, mm-hmm. uh, you just got to give a lot to LeBron yeah. and, and that team and AD. So you what what they did is bring back hope to Laker Nation. Yeah. They had hope with yeah, poor, um, poor things. When, yeah. when LeBron came. But also, more importantly, add on the weight of losing Kobe Bryant, That's who true. is That's one true. of the – you know, biggest icons mm-hmm. in um, not only American NBA, but American sports. So you add that on top, that pressure where they yeah. wanted to do it. They kept saying they wanted mm-hmm. to do it for Kobe. Yeah. So I think it's a truly special moment. Mm-hmm. At the bottom, not the best team, but probably they overcame more obstacles than I've seen any team overcome. Yeah. I'm a proud, proud member of Laker Nation. Yeah. And I also, I do think there's some advantages to the, the, the elderly set of the NBA in that you don't have to fly. It's the <laughs> same time zone all the time. You, you sleep in the hotel. You're like the, the, the 20 year olds are like, why can't I be going out to the club? Like, where's, where, where's Lou? And why didn't Lou bring me? Whereas if you're, you're playoff Rondo, you're either in the gym or you're eating something nutritious or you're getting some sleep and uh, having some wine. Uh, It's amazing to, you Mm -hmm. talked about him silver, but the individuals that are part of pulling off the bubble. Yeah. Operations group, the woman who runs events. Yeah. um, She literally was running an event every day for 90 plus days. Mm -hmm. There was a wine cellar in Florida. That was the, the sort of, feeding the players daily 20 20 plus orders a day they were running a city Mm -hmm. they they went from having their own ownerships having events and then showing up for three hours to running a city yeah for 90 plus days yeah it's amazing amazing um so we'll leave it at that the bubble we were concerned yeah look think back to our magic show Thought that was almost impossible that it wouldn't that bubble wouldn't burst and that mm-hmm. also I actually think they make it through but yeah yeah happy to have hoops yeah for sure and and then the the other thing I wanted to make sure we talked about was who were the most memorable bubble performances just spanning through time going all the way back to what seems like years ago to like the end of July into August when this all started which stories jump to mind which players are the the kings of the bubble. Uh, a quick shout out to the guys who do uh, Game of Zones. I think we're going to be coming back to that a little bit more, but they do some interesting storytelling and narrative development around what everything that happened. I think you didn't even have to do a lot of development around the bubble. Like the narratives just emerged immediately. But what are some of the, maybe going through from, from July right on through, who were the, what were the performances that jumped to mind? What are the stories? We mentioned Lou Williams famously getting caught off campus at the strip club buying chick- some chicken wings, which thank you, Lou, for that, because that will always go down in history. We'll continue to refer, refer to that one. But uh, what are the other stories? What are the other teams or player dynamics or narratives that really captured your, your attention? I think too, Jamal Murray and his mm-hmm. ascension. Mm-hmm. I think great to see that battle with Donovan Mitchell in yeah. the second round, but what he did even against the Lakers uh, and yeah. for them to take down the Clippers – Mm-hmm. I think he truly is uh, a star in this league. He's yeah. a shot maker, mm-hmm. left hand, right hand. And that combo with Jokic yeah. is one to watch for years. I thought they were a well-coached team. Yeah. And 
cause some problems for Lakers. Yeah, and just quick on that one too, I would say Jamal Murray surprised me in how much leadership ability he had as well. Like outside of his ability to play, I thought the way he handled the post-game interviews and the way he just was authentically throwing himself into this in the in all the right ways in a lot of ways. And he had a great partner in Jokic. I think that's a it's a great story uh, to be told. But we do like to note where leadership is demonstrated. And I was surprised to see from a player that young, I hadn't really understood his game as much. In addition to how phenomenal a player he is, he really did uh, step up to meet the challenge and and his team was rallying around him. So I, did, I just wanted to piggyback a little bit on that from you. Yep. I'd say number two with Clippers, just mm. their performance. Um, more, less about putting the ball in the basket, but more just hearing that Paul George wasn't well-liked. Yeah. They, they lacked the togetherness that, if you think back to the Celtics championship mm-hmm. and Rivers being able to pull a team together. So it's almost um, surprising that, George, who is seen as an all-world talent, was seen as the guy who was toxic for that culture where Clippers made a deep run without Kawhi and George in the past. And then Mm -hmm. you look to Doc, who we've run it. We run it back to looking at Blackball in 2014 with the Clippers. And then the way that he was a true leader in the bubble, talking about social unrest and, 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 and the injustices that we're seeing out in the world. So I, I felt like he was a true leader and then to get let go or to feel like he lost the team, it's tough to see a bubble. Would that have happened in the bubble? Don't mm-hmm. know. Right. Because uh, I have so much just respect for Doc, at least what you can see from afar as a leader. Just breaking news, Teron Liu is now the coach of the Clippers. He just signed a final ah, deal. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Our, our crackpot team is. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to step over that and forget about it. And the last one is, and there were some injuries, but it's amazing how you saw guys who were laboring, hurt, and how they were just playing through injuries. And for Mm -hmm. me, as a Laker fan, to see Anthony Davis go down repeatedly, or LeBron to get hit, you realize that playoff basketball, these guys are pampered, at least they got a hotel room. They were all battling through stuff, and Mm -hmm. they would just show up the next game Jimmy Butler, like you see like close-ups of sprained ankles. That would yeah. be done. And they're just taping it up. Just a lot of credit um, to those guys when they're fighting through the playoffs. And I think across the board, you can name teams where people are just battling. I yeah. think that was pretty amazing. Yeah, I agree. Although my, my, I'll just reinforce the point that I think for the Clippers, Doc and the Clippers, and for Milwaukee, I thought – some of the world outside of the bubble affected those teams more to the point that I don't know if they had enough reserve left yep. to, to really go after it in the way that Jimmy Butler from the start, he said this is a business trip and he treated it that way and was able to pull that team together. So great artist. We got a quick nod to, to Dame Lillard early on was an interesting story. Phoenix also um, amazing story. You know, didn't make it, but watch out for Phoenix. Watch out year. for watch out for Phoenix. Love, love Monty Williams as a coach. But yeah, uh, Luca's game where some of us got overly excited after Luca had a, had a transcendent performance. We'll keep an eye on him. But uh, a lot of players stepping up. It did feel like it could have been a turning of the page, but I think it's another win for old man ball. So, so we'll see, we'll see how history tells the story. But, uh, but the other thing we wanted to do, Tony, was just go through roster by roster on the Lakers squad versus on the heat squad. 
the other thing that was fantastic about that final series is just there's these personalities and quirky games and there's a lot of even though again a little disappointing in game six i think it was a more competitive series a more engaging thing to watch than many of us might have expected coming going in i did say i expected a gentleman's sweep and i believe i did say hoping, it would go six you were hoping for four and and then thinking that would go six. hedging for six yes and then you were able to deliver on that prediction which was great but, but we touched on a little bit already. I don't, start with either the Heat or, or the Lakers. But who's performing? Where did, Casey, where did KCP come from? Yes. Where did that last, he, yeah. hard to play. So he, he channeled a little Avery Bradley. Maybe yeah. he got on FaceTime saying, hey, man, you got to move your puppies. Yeah. Right. But playing D, because playing yeah. defense against Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero and Jay, mm-hmm. they, they run, they sprint through their cuts. Yeah. They sprint off screens. Mm-hmm. So you're just in a track meet mm-hmm. and they were staying glued. So it was amazing to see his activity on the defensive end mm-hmm. and then his activity on the offensive end. Yeah. Um, where in the past, you're like, eh, KCP's fine. Maybe, no, I make mean, a couple, maybe make a couple jumpers. He and Kuzma were thought of at around the same level and there's no comparison anymore in terms of the the playoff chops the intangibles i i do hear that marcus smart was facetiming with avery bradley while kcp was walking by and kcp picked up some of the court sense defensive mad intangibles of one marcus smart and uh honestly he I'd say between him and Rondo, like the Lakers did have more depth from their third man down, third man on down the line than I think a lot of us were expecting. And uh, KCP probably between him and where would you put him relative to Rondo? Because those two, I think, were my top two. So I put Rondo in season while he's making plays. You're often, I'm often saying, no. In play in the playoffs in the finals, you knew he knew exactly what was going on. So, yeah, yeah. in terms of being a pace setter, in terms of giving LeBron, who normally is a dominant ball hander, an opportunity to only play roughly thirty-five minutes a game, yeah, it's because Rondo, you had all the faith in the world in Rondo. So, right. slight notch above, I'll give yeah. Rondo. I love what KCP provided. And then you can't forget what Dwight Howard did just to create some presence in the middle. Mm -hmm. And you think back to Dwight and trying to play with the ultimate Mamba in Kobe and couldn't handle the role and the position. Mm -hmm. And for him to take really par constructive feedback, play his role, I think that was huge for Lakers as well. So they all settled into what they were supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. And even the clowns on their bench, almost, (laughs) they made that team a little less intense. I think LeBron's challenge sometimes, I think, is that he can be almost too wired in. And I think some of the goofiness, JaVale McGee and J.R. Smith and Dwight Howard, those three in particular, I think it was hard for LeBron to be too serious about it. And then what about AD, though? Because AD, uh, where do you think he's at coming out of this? There were a few games where he wasn't 100% there but when he was there he was truly a transcendent talent he's still relatively early in his career so thoughts there i would say i, I just had no idea yeah. i i didn't realize how good 
I did not realize how good Anthony Davis is. Mm-hmm. And I, I might have been right. You said I hedged on the sixth game. I was absolutely positively wrong that Bam could check AD or that anyone can. Right. He is. Bam was hurt, but yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Even before. Yep. AD is just a problem mm-hmm. on the offensive end. He can get his shot. He obviously hit a big three to help the Lakers. But more importantly, what he does defensively, yeah. for him to hurt, guard, switch over to Jimmy Buckets mm-hmm. in the last few games, mm-hmm. I, I, just, I just never realized how good AD is. And yeah. we hope that we can keep him, but he will be leading us for years to come. Yeah. But I, I think he comes out. You, if you have a top five players in the league, if you don't have AD in your top five, it's crazy. And he was all NBA first team for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Although I do wonder about him versus, say, Giannis. Giannis is clearly the leader on the team. I don't know if AD's ready to get to that level. I think he needed LeBron to get to this level. And that'll be an interesting thing for us to watch as his career progresses. He's got the benefit of playing with LeBron, and hopefully that – as he matures, maybe he picks up a little bit of LeBron's leadership mojo. And But yeah, really uh, fascinating conversation on the, the Lakers side. But then on the, what about on the Heat side? What are the narratives? What's coming out of this for you? What are you going to remember about their team? So I think you got to start with Jimmy Buckets. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's an all-star. Maybe he's a top 15 player. Yeah. Chicago, Shortston, Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Then one year at Philly, yeah. which it goes to show Philly's exit that he really had an impact on that team. Mm-hmm. And then he finally found his way to a place where Jimmy found his people. Yeah. And it's interesting. The person that really knew where Jimmy should play is Dwayne Wade mm-hmm. when they had a chance to play together in Chicago. But for Jimmy to treat it like a business trip. Yeah. For him to lead that squad without having to pour in 40, mm-hmm. but to play within the system, to play hard, and to find other people that w- are willing to play hard with him. He was the heartbeat of that team. Yeah. And I think people should give him his due respect. Mm-hmm. We often will listen to the narrative or whatever story is coming out of a particular team, but people weren't willing to rise to his work ethic, to his didn't have the same determination. And he found a group in Pat Riley and Spolster that are a bunch of grinders. So yeah. he really stood out. I always knew he was good, but yeah. not in control. We talked about this. LeBron, back in the – when he was playing against Golden State, he carried the J.R. Smith, Della Vadova, mm-hmm. Tristan Thompson team. It was all LeBron. You had weapons on the Heat, but Hero and Bam and Duncan Robinson are better. But when Bam was out, the Hero, you know, Jay Crowder – Right. And just controlling team, he controlled the full flow of the game. And I haven't seen a player do that mm-hmm. consistently every trip down yeah. since LeBron. So right. I just give him a lot of credit. I guess my number two. Well, just let me jump in real quick on yeah. Jimmy, though, just because uh, there are debates happening these days, uh, Tarlin. So I just want to get my counterpoint, <laughs> my, my counterpoint in there. But uh, he reminds me of the good player at the playground who finds the super team that he knows he can run with and runs with them. But if he can't play with that team, he just makes everybody else on the court, all nine other players miserable. So that's why I, the jury's out whether a different player could have done more in the other situations that Jimmy Buckets was in. But he's definitely demonstrated that if 
things align for him, there's a transcendent level to his play and his leadership ability that uh, that none of us can deny. Even the Jimmy Buckets haters where like I'd probably skew <laughs> that direction, truth be told. But, uh, but it'll be remembered as uh, a legendary finals because of what he did. I don't think anybody expected that team to get to where they would get to. And the fact that they stole two games in that series, uh, it actually puts him one game ahead of what Latrell Sprewell did in uh, 1999. So I think people will remember Jimmy Butler for his performance. I, th- I thought in the pregame we said that, what? Was to- that 99 was totally irrelevant. <laughs> what? Why are we bringing- what? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot our production meeting. So yeah, but you were continuing with Heat players. The, the only other one, it, it just... He's 20 years old. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's, you really even know how good he's going to be. Mm-hmm. But Tyler Hero is a problem as well. Yeah, yeah. And do we need another hero? <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. One is don't. good. I'm sorry. Yeah. And we talked about this actually before looking at all the Kentucky players and giving a little credit to Calipari, but yeah. the strut that guy has in the court and mm-hmm. just uh, the awareness. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's playing in an in-between role. He handles the ball a little bit. He's playing a little shooting guard. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is the right position for him, but to be that young and to cause so many problems for Danny Green, who's a great cover, and KCP, yeah. it's be interesting to see a trajectory. A little bum that Bam got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of uh, wanted to see his game and really feel bad for Goran, yeah. who is just a grinder, yeah, and just really didn't have a chance to play. So those are the two sort of the KCP. Yeah. Could have been a different series if had the Heat stayed healthy. They could have probably pushed it to seven at least. You, you never know. That's that is why, in fact, they play the game. The only other player on the Heat that I would want to give a nod to, and I thought when Bam got hurt, we might have actually seen him get a little bit of playing time. We talked about him last episode of this uh, show. Was uh, Udonis Haslam? Huh? where I thought he might get at least some minutes, but, but I think he was there more for moral support. He was like uh, Obi-Wan in The Empire and uh, Return of the Jedi. After he, he was almost gone. I couldn't tell if that was him or was a hologram. He, was, it sort of- was he a hologram? <laughs> I, I wasn't quite sure. But, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm super excited for how this season turned out. And then I think we had some other ideas for maybe some other NBA shows that are relevant now down the road a little bit something about doc rivers and what's going on with all the moves around the nba and lots of stuff on the horizon any concluding comments as we wrap up the bubble here tarlin yeah so we will come one of the things we will come back is we will have our own goat conversation yes and that could lead into other controversial things we may say yes. about the nba and the logo and the logo i think that we need to have and my mom actually had a conversation with her about the logo. Who should be the new logo? Yeah. And she is a she's very opinionated about that. So I'll make sure we have to have that as a show. Yeah. But in regards to the bubble, so once again, I'll just close. Shout out to the NBA. As you're seeing, NFL have some real struggles playing during this what is a horrible pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, MLB is almost to the finish line yeah. with their playoffs. Shout out to just the operation staff and everyone that yeah. helped out there. Shout out to Russell Westbrook who left an eight thousand dollar yes. tip for his hotel staff, yes. mm-hmm. the room staff. Mm-hmm. But you got to give it to. I'm just going in. I'm going to give him his respect. Bron James. I still remember going to see him when he was 17 years old in Pauley Pavilion to go play against Aaron Aflalo mm-hmm. as a high schooler traveling across the country, and he was the chosen one. Yeah, and he, despite his four and six. Yeah. Finals record. Yeah. That's delivered. 
mm-hmm. and delivered for three teams. A team in Cleveland had never won, brought Miami back, and then finished off what is a 10-year-long drought for the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. So you got to give him his respect. Yeah. Pretty amazing player. Yeah. And uh, more to come on that because who knows what the next, say, five years of his career look like. Uh, we're going to have to come back to this a little more to put LeBron in his correct uh, – historical context at least from our perspective and uh thanks as always for listening tarlin always always a joy to get time with you here on running it back if you like what you're hearing tell your friends rest their uh phone from them and download this to let everybody know how great running it back is we love doing it we appreciate that you're listening we'll be back again soon